Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the Carpe GM Gamecast. I'm Dan. I'm Steve in the morning. I'm Brian in the evening. And I'm Mac at supper time. (laughs) When you've got podcasts on your iPod, you can have Carpe GM anytime. anytime. All right, that was really terrible. Ooh, that was good. Thank you. You feel the energy today, guys? Thank you, Wonder Twins. I want breakfast now. I want evening now. That's not something you can eat. Steve, you don't want supper time? You can't back us up on this one? No, I don't want supper time. It, all right, fine. We are 30 seconds into this podcast, and we are completely derailed already. Derailed. Welcome to the Carpe Diem Gamecast. <laughs> all right, this is our Halloween episode. Boo. All right, that's been the Carpe Diem Gamecast. <laughs> We're going to start the episode off with our normal routine, our event horizon. Steve, what have you been doing the past couple of weeks? Well, uh... I went and saw Dread 3D. First of all, I want to just really quick say, if you haven't seen it, it's worth the money to go see it in 3D while it's still in the theater because it's there's no reason that it should be as good as it is. It's <laughs> it's outrageous. Everything that a movie has that normally is bad for a movie just makes this movie good. It is a masterpiece <laughs> of violence and one-liners. Yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, I've been I picked up Dishonored on Xbox and I've been playing that. It's pretty good. Uh, new uh, from Bethesda. How many people have you stabbed in the publisher? Neck? Picked up uh, Dishonored. Been playing it a lot. It's really great. Published by Bethesda. I think Arcane is the development team. It seemed like it had a very Bioshocky. Uh, a little bit, yeah. It. It's like yeah. steampunk. Yeah. yeah, you got a weapon in one hand and you're casting yeah. power. It's stylized. I, I think the like main thing that I keep telling people is I think it really like pushes the limits of what uh, like consoles are capable of right now, or I mean, just like any game. People technology. have been saying that this is the end of this generation for a while now. So. Yeah, I think this is like the final age of three sixty, like, oh, like, like the console. You're this, saying they're maxing out their potential on these. Yeah, oh, I yeah. mean, this it's what happened last time with like PS2 and everything. All these like outrageous games started coming Shadow out. Shadow of the Colossus. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, I can remember though, the problem with Nintendo 64 was that like the best games you could possibly make for it came out. Like one of the things that best demonstrated its technology was like Mario 64 that came with the initial release. You see yeah. that a lot with Nintendo. Yeah. That was, yeah. But look at the release games for 360. It's nowhere close. Yeah. yeah. Nintendo well, yeah. works backwards. Nintendo puts out their Mario Kart game. They put out their Super Mario whatever, Land, World. Their Donkey Kong. Yeah, whatever. They put out their, their staple games and those tend to be the those tend to be... The benchmark. Yeah, the benchmark for what you can do with those systems, they tend to work with them pretty, pretty intently before, yeah, before those releases. Yeah, but I agree. Dishonored looks really great, and it looks like it plays really smoothly. I just, yeah, I think technology-wise and like quality-wise, we're seeing. Look at Skyrim. That thing pushes that thing. To oh too. yeah, like this is this is the final big like clump of like games, and that they're all going to be like huge. Technology pushers. And if you look at a PC game now generation. and look at a 360 yeah. game, it like oh, yeah. they look like PC or the PC or the yeah. 360 games look like. So you garbage. think next Christmas we'll be seeing new consoles? Oh yeah, or oh, yeah. Or, yeah. or at least like a hey, it's coming in a couple months, something. Or, yeah, okay. We'll see actual actually. actual new consoles, not just like hey, it's the same console, but only it's got like a different shell for the fourth yeah, time. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> PS3 is actually coming out with another PS3. It's like the PS3. 
the slim Vita, smaller yeah. version. Yeah, yeah it's, the slimmer. It's, it's smaller than the the slim. Well, they did have the yeah. PS2 like right before it was over. Too. Just watch; they're going to yeah. start naming them like cars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the three six model. All right, Brian, what do you got? Time to not talk about nerdy things, nerds. <laughs> what are you going to talk about then? I'm talking about playoff baseball. Oh God. Whew. I'm. That's what I've been doing lately. I'm really excited. Cardinals. We're from like St. Louis area. We are in the St. Louis area. I was, I was speaking to my dad about the uh, <clears throat> when they played the Nationals. Yeah. My dad was saying I was talking to him about that last game there in that series, and he said uh, it, it was one of the greatest games I'd ever seen. It was a, a monument of sports. And then he said, unless you were a Nationals fan, in which case it was one of the greatest tragedies in all. In I know baseball it was history. a baseball miracle. Yeah. It was like the baseball fairy came down and like blessed us. Yeah. It was wonderful. But yeah, I'm really excited. The energy is. Very high. I've been going up to our local, one of our local venues to watch the games like I did last I'm, year and just like getting like the, the hype around the people and just the town of the energy and people being excited. Like I, I eat that stuff up. It's so much fun. I got a couple. Normally I can get into playoffs. This year I could really care less. I don't know what's wrong with you, Dobby uh, Downer. It's I just, a baseball miracle. Yeah. Well, two, it, two it, years in a row, that could be like, a pivotal. I think the Yankees are the only other team that have done it two years in a row. We, my my family, my household, huge Cardinals fans. Everybody loves the games, and I'll watch the games. I don't. I I like the Cardinals too. I like baseball as well. But this particular series is affecting me adversely. Uh, it's it's pulling business away from my job. It's doing it's doing some other things as far as uh, encroaching on time and whatnot that I have with my family. I'd rather just about rather be doing normal mundane stuff. Then watching these games, you are the hater. You can you can hate me all you want, but it's that's fine. the reality of the situation. Got my playoff shirt on. Will not just like last year when we won. Wore it every day during playoffs. Did not wash it once. Doing the same thing this year. So no. that's what that smell is. Yeah. yeah. Keep wearing it, and more people's ankles will explode yeah. <laughs> on the field. <laughs> yeah. Uh, every yeah. Yankees player will just have an exploded ankle. That would. Yeah. Yeah. You can't explode something. It's an intransitive <laughs> verb. You can implode. I, you can't PhD. something. You can't have a drink. No, sorry. It, you touched on a couple. Oh, is that notes, for, notes for a future episode. We've talked all about how all kinds of uh, common uh, stories adapt themselves reasonably well to role-playing games. But has anybody ever run a sports campaign? Uh, nope. I have not ran a sports campaign, but I really, really did look into it. Dude, that's so nerdy. It seems like that's it's like, already built. We could for... be outside playing this game, and instead we're going to like roll these dice and see Hang it. on, though. It seems like it's already built for teams. I used it know, with people. I used football as a concept for learning the mechanics for uh, missile weapons in GURPS 4th edition. <laughs> well, I guess <laughs> fantasy football exists, and that's kind of like... I was going like, to say, that, you know, fantasy fo- football is even a short way to, like, uh, a shortcut to statting yeah. stuff out and making it have some real-world... There's uh, Blood Bowl, too, which is actually literally fantasy football. <laughs> yeah. Because you can you can do uh, leagues with Blood yeah, Bowl and trade Warhammer players. Warhammer Fantasy, yeah. and then, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. great fun. It's pretty... Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can use... Um, you can use real tabletop RPG systems I just to can't. play out sports. I just think, like, if you took, like... The natural, you know, the the Robert Redford movie, you could maybe tell a story there. The, I just better, have, the, the better example is probably <laughs> playing Harry Potter and actually rolling the game of Quidditch, which is something that you cannot actually yeah, that's, do. Yeah, that would be cool. But it would be the same mechanics. It would I be just, the same concept. I have this picture in my head of, like, these, like, four people, like, at a table with, like, hat, baseball hats on and, like, a DM screen and, like, dice and Cheetos. And they're, like, sitting right next to a window and they look outside and there's, like, four kids actually playing baseball. <laughs> they're just like, oh. And That's like Tyler's life. 
Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of which, no Tyler today. Yeah. Yeah. He's at his you local. You guys should all send him emails He's to at Tyler at carpegm.net and uh, let him know we missed him. He's at his meeting, and I, I know they go to Buffalo Wild Wings after that. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Mac, what about you? What's on your horizon? Well, I spent about a month without internet, and when I got it back, I hit Netflix and HBO and everything like a ton of bricks. Hulu. Uh, did I miss one? I don't. I don't really care. Um, YouTube. What's that one that starts with that voodoo? Anybody yeah. ever heard of? I don't no, know. Voodoo. Never used it. Yeah. Um. So the point is, I've been watching a whole lot of uh, television on on the internets. Both of them. Yeah. All that series of tubes. There are a great yeah series of tubes. <laughs> um. I've been mowing my way through Boardwalk Empire, yeah. Rome, Girls, The League, yeah. uh, Farscape. Uh. Few other things. I, uh, too much stuff to. I, I, I've just been watching episode after episode, whole seasons at a time, while I'm doing stuff around the house. I'll, I'll play it kind of loud when my roommates are away, or when I'm sitting there at the computer. I got an extra screen I can watch them on. But uh, I was talking to my mom. Uh, I got mom and dad in this episode. Awesome. Um, <laughs> I was talking to my mom, and she said that I was missing out. Like. I, I had watched a little bit of Lost. Now, I, I ended up not liking very, Lost very much, but I watched my way through the entire first season and uh, all at once, all, all in one sitting. And my mom... I've never seen she, it either. She said that I was missing out on the like all the mystery and like the s- talking to other people who are watching it around the water The tension and the discussion. Yeah, and, and all the anticipation of what's going on. You know, I can just blast my way through it and find out. And, uh, and I think that that's taken away. And... I think that this has a good – there's a question to be posed here to the group, I think. Uh, you know, uh, there's a tendency among GMs to write out to, to, like, kind of storyboard at least the broad strokes of a campaign all at once. You know, you get you, you know the story you want to tell. And to some degree, you're surrendering part of it to the players, but there's also a part of it that you definitely – like, you tend to know where you want to go. You know your your story arc. You know a lot of the trappings. You're the determinant of the setting. This is all the responsibility of the GM, but it's also it's like writing the that's entire. That's how we play. It's like writing the entire season up front. But then the players they're gonna get this a week at a time, or you know I don't know how frequently you play, but I play you know the same day every week. The players they're gonna get this a week at a time. They're gonna uh, coffee shop about their characters. They're going to consider a whole lot and agonize about uh, where the last place you left off was and it's going to change the weight of certain events in your campaign and i wonder do you guys ever try to like specifically avoid scripting things out in the future or what see i the way i do think i'm very loose with my campaigns i have like well i kind of want to go there so let's try to get it to go there because if i write everything out like the way i want it to go and everything like that i'm the guy who's just like even as the dm i'm just like Guys, guess what I'm gonna do next? Like I can't, like I can't hold it in. Like I just, like I'm just, yeah. like I always like tip the hat, and I'm just like, oh, I'm so excited because I have this idea, you know. So I can't really, I don't know, I'm bad at that. So I'm kind of, I, I kind of let the players create the script. I um, I script way too much. I, I we discussed it in earlier episodes. I'm a big planner, and I tend to plan out all the goings on around the meeting area so that I know exactly what's happening, whether the PCs turn left or right. And that took a lot of time in game prep for a long time. But over the course of the years, there's been so many unused story hooks that have just piled up because of how prepared that I would... I've taken some of those. Uh, you, you have. That now I'm, I'm much more confident running an improv game because I have 
thought about a lot of similar situations at length. And I've kind of got a store in my Dan's in my discount mind. story orcs. Yeah, I've got a I got a little file folder in the in the in the old brain there where I pull ideas from. The old uh, meta character purgatory. Yeah. Yeah. I get uh r- rough ideas in my head like uh, maybe a day or two before I <laughs> I start to draw out maps and uh right before a game sesh I'll like cram and oh, hold, draw- on, hold on hold on. Did you say game sesh? Yeah, he does yeah. a cram sesh before a game sesh. Yeah, bro. So, hey, I just, sorry. We roll twins. Where's Tyler when you need him? I'm, I'm surrounded here. Sorry. What is, what is Tyler going to do? I don't really know. I could at least throw him at you. <laughs> <laughs> he's across the. He's going to be across the table with a Bud Light in his hand. Oh, yeah. So, all right. So but, carry on. Prep you, for a game sesh. Yeah, you get. I get. Uh, like just write down some uh, like really rough maps, small maps, just to like get an idea of. Uh, how I might want it to look like roughly before I draw out the the big map and just like some notes on the side of like why, why the uh, PCs are there, all the like questions that I need to have in my head ready to go just in case like something comes up where people start asking questions, which is fine. Then I'll just like have kind of a cram session before I... So that you're ready, yeah, you know, before hair I, trigger whenever you need to pull something before out. Before I go to the group and just... uh. I'll draw my maps like an hour before we start to play and stuff like that. So it's kind of like fresh in my head. Yeah. I, I also cram before a game session, but typically but, French fries. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm pretty loose with it though. Like, uh, Steve is a loose guy. Yeah. He's loose with his French fries. <laughs> I'm, uh, I, I don't really get like write everything like a narrative. I just yeah. go like, okay, here's a storyboard basically. Yeah, I used to, I used to feel like you had to script everything out and yeah, everything, but, but then I became a good GM. I don't. I don't I realize a, yeah. that you didn't have to do that. And I used to create little tunnels, like in a superhero campaign. I'd have a bank robbery happen right in front of you, and you know what? You're a superhero. You're probably going to go try to stop that bank robbery. And there, by golly, you're going to follow it the whole way I tell you to. You know what? There was one time I actually wrote out a diagram because I had like separate paths that the yeah. PCs could have taken, and I kind of needed to do that because just help to help me remember. I'll, I'll, the only reason I do this stuff is basically for my own purposes to help me remember stuff so i'm not right, like right. okay what was i gonna have him do again like the next day because oh, i just yeah. totally forgot because i had other stuff to do but i really don't i, I don't mind reading like scripted stuff because box text yeah when you do uh the uh adventure paths like the the pre-made campaigns and stuff the reading that stuff is pretty cool uh, to me i think but I mean, I'm yeah, a lot not of gonna, almost like more work though. I'm not going to do all that work. <laughs> yeah, a lot, of, a lot of people rebel when you start reading box text, but rebel, rebel. <sighs> Sorry, um, but it, it's a good, it's a good indicator of the flavor of whatever the scene is that you're going to be walking into. Uh, I'm an old school GM. I use box text myself. Box it up. All right, Mac, answer your questions. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like uh, people are generally less rigid. Weren't we than talking me. about TV? And, we, uh, yeah, we started with the episodic nature of television. Mirror, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. I made it just like I made baseball into a GM thing. I made television into a GM thing. Ooh, everything is a GM thing. Baseball thing was <laughs> stupid. <laughs> All right, so uh, my event horizon. It's Halloween time. Woo! Which what should I say? Woo! <laughs> Bomb. Which bum, means in my bum, household, we have... Uh, I started a tradition a long time ago. I got a game when I was a kid called Nightmare. Yeah. 
This sounds and, like a yeah. scary game. Sounds Dan. like you had a messed up childhood. Uh, yeah. I got a game. It was called Nightmare, and it was this. Uh, it was a board game where um, you work your way around through this graveyard, and you try to be the first one to collect a, a series of keys. Uh, I think six of them. Player two, answer me now. <laughs> yes, you've got this guy. <laughs> the, uh, simultaneously, oh. the timer for the game. Okay, is, I know what it is. Is a guy on a VHS v- tape. Uh, dressed up as like the Grim Reaper or something. Yeah. It's a series he's, of games. Yeah, he he starts he starts out looking kind of normal, just drunk. Yeah, and ends up looking like death. I didn't know what it was for a long time, but they played it on another podcast that I listened to. Oh, did they? Yeah, it that's was funny. Hilarious. Yeah. Uh, we played. I I was a, pretty much an only child. My sisters were a bunch older than me, so I didn't have anybody to play this game. You with. played it alone? No, not really. Oh, I, I did watch the tape once or twice, <laughs> but oh. um. Uh, when I when know. I got kids of my own, we est- established a tradition. Every year around Halloween, we play Nightmare. I've also picked up a couple other versions of it, Nightmares 2 and 3. and then a, God, We so need to make one of those games. Another version of the <laughs> yeah. game called Atmosphere. Um, yeah, I've heard Atmosphere. It Meta- I, heard it, I heard Atmosphere uh, mentioned on Metagamers Anonymous. Well, a- a- Atmosphere, I think, was the name of the game and the like publisher that did the series and i think yeah i, think I, don't, so too. I don't know if nightmare was f- part of that publisher or not but i mean it's, it's the same guy the same same guy oh, on the screen yeah okay. i'm sure it was i don't know then but anyway they're one guy all those games that's weird <laughs> so the reason yeah it's the, well they they also had uh like a witch and he signed a, a zombie. contract had, he was bound by law that guy went to california with dreams so you, you had ended uh, up with drugs you had and multiple nightmares. characters running the games. It wasn't always just the gatekeeper. But in any case, on Crypt my keeper, oh, that'd be cool for uh, the the dude in the on the VHS tape. Right. I've been hunting all over my house for a working VHS player. Oh dear. <laughs> Good luck, dude. I guarantee you that it's on YouTube. You're probably yeah, right. It is. Or, yeah, I've watched. Or there's it on a YouTube. DVD yeah. somewhere. I got a VHS player. I can loan you. Mm-hmm. I've watched it on YouTube. Yeah. It it has one of those rewinders. Imagine like, that. Remember the, the oh, we like gotta the, hook the clappy trap you, thing. You had to have a whole separate rewinder for oh, yeah, high speed right, rewinding. <sighs> clap traps rice. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, oh, clap trap rice. <laughs> you, he rewinds your tapes and doesn't afraid of anything. <laughs> All right, so that's been on my horizon and uh, decorating pumpkins and stuff with the kids. And, so Halloween. Oh, and no, yeah. Brian, it was not real to real. And the subject of Halloween kind of dovetails us into. Tonight's topic. I think you say dovetail like once an episode. Do you know what a dovetail is? No. no is it like a dovetail? Is. Yeah. yeah it's nice. Not a dovetail. Yeah. A dovetail is a type of joint in in a carpentry joint? that brings two planes together seamlessly. Okay. See, my problem was I kept trying to understand the metaphor about the ass end of a bird. <laughs> couldn't couldn't figure it out. I lost everything at joint. Um. So anyway. We'll start off our yes. ca- our Halloween discussion. Halloween Ooh. with uh, I guess kind of what started the horror pop culture movement was the Universal horror monsters. Uh, everybody knows those. That's well, the, you know, all those were they were based on the stories. There well, was, yeah, but I don't uh, think everybody culture. knows those anymore. Well, everybody that's the thing. knows them. Horror was a thing people started consuming. Like you know, books were for people who read books, but. Uh, <laughs> Really? Yeah, when when movies became the thing, though, and anybody could go see the movie, and they turned a bunch of those into, you know, frightening experiences. Which, by the way, have you ever really been scared by a book? I mean... Mm, 
I've I've been scared by movie adaptations of books. Exactly. When movies were a thing that people could go to and get scared by, you know, stuff could jump out at them like you can't on off of a page. Is when horror started being something people actually consumed, and that's when horror pop culture started. It didn't start until movies, despite the fact that a lot of the movie monsters we're probably going to talk about here, like Dracula and Frankenstein, are based on books from a couple hundred years beforehand. Absolutely. The 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 monsters we're going to break out are from the anywhere from the 30s to the 60s. Also, it used to be that you weren't scared of stuff that wasn't real. You were just scared of stuff. Like, you know, vampires weren't a thing from movies that you could go see and be scared by. It was that vampires were what Uncle Freddy turned into before he died. Like, People used to be scared of rain because they thought it was acid from the skies. So, you know. Well, it wasn't then, but it is now. Is that weird? (laughs) A little bit. Yeah. Well, the the first monster we'll we'll pull out, it's a hunchback in Notre Dame. Okay, uh, that was a 1930 release. That movie, that monster, Lon Chaney. Lon Chaney. That movie, would, that monster would be lost into existence if there wasn't a D or a Disney movie. I, I agree. Well, unless you're like a movie kind of, uh, unless you're old. Sure. I I I put forth <laughs> I put forth the argument that this current generation of kids, like the one younger than us, not you, us, probably don't know who some of these Universal monsters are. Oh, that's garbage. Oh, no way. That's garbage. Uh, Phantom of the Opera. I guarantee you no. Phantom of the Opera, Hunchback of Notre Dame, same... (laughs) Notre Dame. Uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Phantom of the Opera, same monster, same same stories. Kids don't know who that is. Frankenstein. Only because... Bride of Frankenstein. Probably not. Son of Frankenstein. Absolutely Ghost of Frankenstein. No. Is there a Frankenstein? Of Frankenstein? <laughs> there was a ton of those movies. Frankenstein goes to jail, I guess. Frankenstein's dog. Ghost, <laughs> Ghost of Frankenstein. There was a ton of the Frankenstein no. movies. People know who Frankenstein is... Right, Probably. M- mummy? Yeah, because that's like a general thing. Mummies were around before. Well, they're the a thing monster. you can see yeah, in a like museum. Ancient plus Egypt. They yeah. just had three movies, which were kid friendly. Yeah. Well, after the first one. The Invisible Man. Probably kids don't know them. I love The Invisible Man. No. I, I, I actually would. Werewolf. The Werewolf of London. Again, it's a Wolf thing. Wolfman. It's a thing from, it's a thing from culture. You can go like. So what you're saying is, that, is if. What you're saying is if we haven't remade these movies yes. or used these monsters elsewhere, that they're lost on people? Yes. That's, I say that's garbage because... Vampires. I, vampires? Well, they're everywhere. Vampires that's pop, are that's everywhere. That's the easy one. That's pop culture. That's, that's the easy one. You can find vampires if you go to the right park at night. You yeah. Find a bunch of LARPers cats, out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't, we don't okay. That. Creature from the Black Lagoon. No child. That was the on, last one. Good job. But that's every monster flick. Dude, that's no. every anthropomorphic monster flick. It's just no. that was the first one. You just go... You go over to a kid under the age of 15 and go, have you heard of the creature from the Black, Black Lagoon? And I bet you, like, nine times out of ten, they're like, what? Is that like the Cloverfield monster? Unless, of creature course. from the Black Lagoon is a story about a butch guy. It's, it's the cast of Gilligan's Island go to an unfriendly place where there's a monster that wants to kill them because it wants the hot chick. It was re, it's been remade as every creepy monster movie and every sci-fi channel movie you've ever no, seen. No, I, I don't. I disagree with that. Yeah, me too. The monster did not want to kill them. Well, it wanted in the every chick, aspect, didn't it? yes, the monster did want yeah. the chick, but in every aspect, the monster was in self-defense killing people. Everywhere in that movie, I'll tell you which. But before we before we lose too much on the con on the idea of these monsters and what they are, uh, what I want to talk about more is the concept of the monsters. While I agree that a lot, some of these things aren't necessarily uh, foremost in pop cu- pop culture anymore, the concepts are still there. Mac touched on it a little bit ago. Um, the creature from the black lagoon. That's a tough one to say. 
Creature from the Black Lagoon. The That's why I kept calling it the Creature from the Black Typhoon. <laughs> the Creature from the Black Lagoon. The Black Lagoon. Uh, it's it's a it's a, it's it's a, a dark it's a peanut. Oh. It's a <laughs> the creature from the black lagoon is you're correct the the original anthropomorphic monster. Yeah. Now that could be anything. Wait, what's anthropomorphic again? Uh, man shaped. Man shaped, not man. Wolf man don't count. Wolf man is a man. Not when he's a wolf. Yeah. Yeah. No, he still is. Totally still is. <laughs> yeah. No, he still he totally still is. He's a wolf man, not a creature. Yeah, this thing exists separate of humanity. Even, have you ever seen a Wolfman movie? It's a yeah. dude with a cursed soul. It's still a man. He just turns into a yeah. thing. Of, the the monster that we're talking about here is but more. It's an anthropomorphic wolf. I agree no, with you. it's a wolfopomorphic. It's a lycanthropic <laughs> man. <laughs> I guess. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, <laughs> yeah. Outlatined. If, if it wasn't just happened. If it wasn't a werewolf, though. <laughs> if it no. <laughs> if it wasn't a werewolf, though. And somebody saw just like the wolf form of a of a somebody who has lycanthropy, they would be like, like "Oh, it's just an an anthropomorphic wolf." Like that would still just mean they were wrong. Though. Yeah. What about the big yeah. bad wolf? It <laughs> doesn't change the nature of the monster. You're just whatever. Yeah. You're just reshooting the story so it doesn't. You're right, Max. Shut gender. up. <laughs> All right. So what is this? The concept. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> the concept of the monsters are what more what I'm talking about and. You brought up, you brought up the motivations of the creature from the Black Lagoon, and that's a pretty cool trope to use. The monster's actually innocent. I mean, look at King Kong, Godzilla. Those were innocent monsters. Is that, Godzilla really innocent? Uh, King Kong. Not, not Godzilla's always. actually a protector. Not yeah. always innocent. But it depends on what uh, studio it's coming from. <laughs> okay, well, the, right, Godzilla's just, collateral damage cannot really be argued with. Yeah. He is still a monster. <laughs> yeah. He is not somebody you want well, to. Let's go. All let's go, King Kong. All right. Totally was minding his own business. Okay? Um, those stories could not have happened without the interference of man. And they couldn't have happened if we'd ever just you know, stopped doing what we were doing or trying to follow our own motivations. People were already on that island and already had a habit of sacrificing th- uh, other people to Kong. Yeah. Like, he was a man-eater, and it was only the blonde chick that he ever didn't eat. It's part, of, it's part of the idea. I, I understand that, but how much of that... I mean, honestly, eh, never mind. We don't need to debate King Kong. This is fine. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> he, he a very sympathetic character, if not completely you know, right. innocent. Fan of the opera? Go back to that one. Very sympathetic character. Uh, complete well, monster. But most the, the the most people say that you yeah you pick a side. Yeah, you're, you're either a uh, 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 Viscount de Chali guy or uh, or a uh, Phantom. Uh, uh, sympathizer right and if you read the original stuff phantom's just he's just a murderer he's just a crazy guy but uh so, so you come it. down on the you can well it's boring. i've actually never read the book so well the, the original stuff boring crap in yeah. like french anyway <laughs> what i'm getting at is there 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 are tons of different monsters tons of different motivations but what makes these characters monsters is what i want to discuss what makes them monsters and not just animals or Bad people or mass murderers, what makes them a monster? I would say, like, monsters are like almost brain dead or mindless killers. Mm. Sometimes. I mean, most of the time. I can can see that. I don't like making them mindless. Me neither. Or brain dead. Yeah, I mean, that could be a type of monster. I mean, mindless, I would maybe say, like, a xenomorph from, from Alien. 
is mindless. Jason. I can like, see it that. It just yeah. wants to yeah. breed and kill you. Jason. Like, J- Jason. Uh, not exactly. Mind- more like vengeancey. You know. But he's an idiot. Single-minded, but not yeah. mindless. Okay, maybe dumb. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's retarded. Like he was. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. I forgot like, about that. Also, the first ones. It's. His I guess mom. Dracula is not retarded. No, no not at no, all. Yeah, totally. Just... And and the present the present iteration of the vampire. Definitely not retarded. I almost like, don't. I mean, you look at Twilight. Oh, yeah. Those I are not retarded e- vampires. Those aren't bestial. Well, the thing about vampires, like, one of the unique things about them is that they're one of the monsters among you. Like, yeah, yeah. I almost don't think the vampires so are the monsters anymore. I don't even really think of them as monsters. But the vampires are hot. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, vampires have gone from Nosferatu or, to, like, non-retarded hot chicks. Right, Nosferatu. Well, even back in the day, like, Dracula, like, seduced women with his, I don't know, Slicked back hair. (laughs) Jaws. Monster. Affleck. Why why is Jaws a monster and not just an animal? It's because he's giant and he can like hunt you out. It just keeps coming back too. Like so tenacity for for the listeners here. I'm I'm kind of making a list because we're going to do a little something at the end of the podcast here. Jaws is is a force of nature personified. Like it it keeps coming at you. You know, it doesn't. It it, it's not that it's sharks. It's It's hungry. It's not. It's not. All a bunch of sharks. It's not like there's, a, you know, yeah. a common shark problem. Like it, it, it's. I would say it's unnatural. Like even though you say it's a force of nature, like it's unnatural. Like a shark shouldn't do that. Like a shark should like never that. ever yeah, do yeah, that. Okay. I like yeah. the unnatural you know I mean? thing because it could. Yeah. Like most things that are monsters are like totally. Hey, that ain't it's right. A, it's yeah. an abomination. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Un- unnatural. Jaws is an abomination. Abomination. It's an abomination. <laughs> All right. How about uh, the blob? That's an abomination. Yeah. Uh, it's why isn't it an abomination? There's. It, isn't it just an alien? It's an alien. Yeah. yeah. It's it's that it's unstoppable, uncaring, unthinking. And that's the mindless beast, right there. Yeah. It's the, the blob, blob was yeah. a terrible thing. <clears throat> so it's alien and it's it's unthinking and it's uh, unstoppable. Yeah. Usually the, monsters. The, are the whole thing about it is. And that it's, ain't true. Monsters are not always. No, monsters always. are almost like that. That Hell one no. literally has nothing else going on, though. The blob has nothing else going on, despite the fact that you yeah, cannot do anything. Just eating like, stuff. You, there's, like, specific things that destroy monsters. Well, and in the case of the blob, there's a specific thing that destroys it. So you're saying they have a weakness? Maybe. Uh, monsters, weaknesses. Yeah, weaknesses. Monsters can have, like, a commentary, too, involved. Like, Godzilla is all like, you did this, because yeah. you're, like... And a Americans did this because they nuked us and made super iguanas. There's actually. Uh, or was that just the Matthew? Well, Robert that's one? that's the stupid one. But there's <laughs> there's. Uh, I mean, Godzilla is like its own species, like in the original stuff. But yeah, yeah. Well, there's life. there's a uh, a Godzilla monster, uh, Hedora, that's just made up of like pollution accumulated together, and it became sentient. And it's it's like a giant tar monster. It's stupid. It's the worst Godzilla. It's probably one of the like. Worst two Godzilla movies, two or three Godzilla movies ever, and it's this definitely my least favorite. Have Godzilla you seen monster. a lot of these Godzilla movies? I've seen every single one. I've seen quite a few of them too. Yeah. Is Godzilla two thousand good? Uh, I pretty. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, not not the Matthew Broderick one. No, there was like oh, a uh, serious. Like, it's cool. There's a there's I one. It. I heard it was good. There's one that they did before Toho suspended the uh, <laughs> license. It's called Godzilla Final Wars, and it's outrageous. They actually bought the rights to the American Godzilla, which is, they renamed it Zilla. Or no. Yeah, they renamed it Zilla. They bought the rights well, they to it. they can't rename it God. Just so they could make it uh, a monster that <laughs> the actual Godzilla kills in the movie in like five seconds. It's, an, it's, a, it's a crappy CG 
like rendering of it and Godzilla shows up and he's like smack and it did they just kill it and they're like Final Wars is awesome I got it on my hard drive I want to watch, watch these it. yeah oh. it's every oh. Toho monster <laughs> I want to watch them Godzilla. I've seen uh, every one I love them how about Pennywise ooh, ooh uh that's definitely com- I mean, I, comforting, just, made scary. I'm just throwing some stuff out there. See, that's so. Stephen King stuff right there. Man. Yeah, that's, that's like a that's whole other territory. So is he his own? Yeah. Is Stephen King yeah. his own? Yeah. He's <laughs> that's like getting F and M. Yeah. That's like peyote territory right there. <laughs> <laughs> which he, which he openly admits. I'm, I'm to, actually like, anxiously awaiting trying to find the uh, I, the show note for peyote. <laughs> Stephen King is like, you ask him, he'd be like, oh yeah, a lot of peyote. Seriously, Pen- Pennywise. Okay, back to so so Pennywise is a uh, construct of peyote. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. W- why is he a monster? Because he's a murderer. Oh, okay, so's it's a well, primal. It's a, First no. of all, it is in fact a physical monster. It is a fear generating predator. I, I understand that. Okay. I understand that. But it's primal too. Uh, monsters can have a primal fear. So like a giant spider. A, Fear of spiders is a primal fear. I mean, snakes and spiders, clown, yeah, clowns t- is primal. Like you, you can't ex- into your s- yeah. survival. You can't explain why you're afraid of clowns. It's just like so, like deep and primal that. Okay. You I'd like so to say I'm not afraid of clowns. Oh, I me mean, neither. All right. You're afraid of little, cool. little girls. Yeah. Well, that's true. But little you're girls are of, scary. Little f- girls are terrifying. <laughs> you're afraid of all girls. Oh. All right. So <laughs> I'm not I mean, doing it. There's a short list. There's a short list of some. We got, we got a few concepts here. Uh, what else could make a monster a monster? Or do we need to keep doing it? Ooh, examples? fangs. Fangs. Uh, big heads. Uh, laser beams. Um, Frankenstein's an example of it doesn't know what it's doing is wrong. So what do we call him that? A master blaster. <laughs> I don't think master blaster is a monster, though. It's, it, <laughs> once again, dudes. just a retard. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, write down... Optionally retarded. <laughs> okay, so not human isn't even a good qualifier for figuring out what should be a monster. Is Hannibal Lecter a monster? I, I would say yes. Well, I mean, one of the like newest forms of monsters is the serial killers. Ever since like psychology yeah, let that's us. A good point. Ooh, yeah. Captain Spaulding Just, and like the Saw dude. Captain Spaulding for me is a Marx Brothers character. <laughs> you're, you're retarded. That's a so you're talking about the I know, yeah. the Devil's Rejects yeah. and uh, oh, yeah, a okay. Thousand Corpses, Captain, yeah. Captain Spaulding. Great reference, actually. Pretty cool. Um, but like ever since, you know, psychology of, you know, crim- criminals let us like figure out that there are some people who are like truly dangerous killers that let you do this whole other thing with like – and they started having these profiling techniques where we could say serial killers had certain types or certain techniques or did certain weird things. And those were the new monsters, you know, the uh, – a new version of the vampire of, is the, the monster who's, you know, walking among you or whatever. Yeah. Terrorists. <laughs> yeah. Which are just a bigger serial killers, yeah. slightly less so, successful. Look at but those are those are humans. I mean, that's going to be like that's not necessarily a monster to me. What a monster! Terrorists, not really a monster to me. Sure it is. I, I mean, feel like they're be... monsters because they they become foreign, they become alien with with sufficiently different psychology. You're telling not, me not necessarily terrorists, but to me, serial killers, people, you know, somebody like Hannibal Lecter who sees you as food. That's <laughs> yeah, you know. It might as well be inv- invasion of the body. I can see that. I was just, I was just going with the the terrorist thing. I can. What see- about? Okay, you're telling me a terrorist isn't a villain or isn't a monster, but Pennywise is. 
Yeah. Uh, yes. I feel like a terrorist is a villain, not yeah, necessarily a monster. Yeah. They're kind of another like throwaway thing these days. Yeah. Terrorists? Yeah. Like well, Nazis. Nazis. Hang on. <laughs> it, th- this might be important. Terrorists, however stupid their motivations are, they have some gripes. Like they, they, they think they have reasons for what they do. They're, so do vampires? They're crazy people. Very often they're no, misled vampires people. Vampires' nature make them have to eat you. Yeah. Also, some of them like it, depending on what story you're reading. But like, you know, terrorism's a political thing. That doesn't exactly make a monster. I'm not saying I'm not saying they're not evil. I'm saying they're not. You know, they're not an unpersonable monster. All right, so let's let's get away from just dissecting all these other these other monsters or villains or whatever, and we're gonna try something here on the air. It's probably gonna be terrible. I mean, well, I'm not gonna say it. we're gonna try something here on the air. It really has the potential to just turn out really terrible. We're gonna try something here, like baking soda pancakes. <laughs> yes, like baking soda pancakes. <laughs> oh. We're going oh. to try to create a new monster here on the table. Uh, now, this is an interesting challenge, because I, I, right now, think of a monster that's been in a movie in the last 10 years that wasn't, uh, isn't a new version of something already done. Cloverfield. Cloverfield's Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah. It's, it's, it's big monster running around town. Yeah. Like, blowing up buildings and the armies fighting it. It's like, seriously, it's Godzilla. Except it came Ooh, from uh, space. Super 8. Well, same thing. No. Kind of a little bit. Same thing, small town version. Oh, District Nine (laughs) things. District Nine. District Nine's just Alien Nation or Zombie Apocalypse. I don't know if this. It's it's more it's more just aliens. It's just alien predator invasion, except with vagrants. Uh, Predator. Hmm. Well, first of all, Predator is a new Predator is is a new version of Predator, which was done. You know. No, I'm just saying. Predator, the original. Uh... I would say Alien Hunter is probably kind of an old theme. I'm not exactly sure. I mean... The Hunter becoming the hunted is totally an old story. Most dangerous game. I mean, but in that case, it's a person. This time you make it an alien, but it's still, you know... It's rough. It's rough. The the point here is, it's tough to create a new monster. Um, Hypnotoad. And I'm not even... (laughs) Hypnotoad's new. (laughs) Good job. I'm I'm not even certain that we can do this. But I want to try, and I want to talk about the process as we do it. You're so, a madman. It can't be done. <laughs> so where do we start? Where do we start? It'll never work. Environment. Uh, okay. It's origin? Yeah, origin. Okay, um, origin. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. What kind of thing we got? We got a dude. We got a supernatural. Let's do we a, got an alien. Let's do, no, just no, do no, the no. origin. Just do the origin. I mean... Let's do a dude. Well, hang on. We got we got to say like if the origin is going to be in space, this thing needs to be an alien. If it like, or if this thing's going to be an alien, it, the origin needs to be in space. If it's I say a dude, I want it to be a humanoid that's like yeah, mashed with something else. Like origin frogman. Let's go with where's it from. Let's start there. Let's go with I say I say here on Earth because dude. I I think uh, aliens are pretty kind of a kind of a cop out for creating a monster because yeah, you can just you... you just say hey here it is it just showed up on Earth. You know, and then it all revolves around story from there. So it's and, natural. And, and aliens are almost entirely about their biology. Right. And then, like, yeah. It's a, bi- a biological entity that is... Hang er- on, hang on. Origina- it's not, it no, originated it's on Earth, but it could be... Is it okay. supernatural? It could be a robot. Not? Let's say this. Okay, originated on Earth. Originated on so, Earth. So not oh, yeah. an alien. It is not an alien. Originated on Earth. Is so it like... Karen. Supernatural? For instance, when you say when when you talk about vampires, there are vampires that are like caused by some sort of mutation are of the blood or disease or something. And the, well, there are space vampires, yes. but we don't want to talk about them. Um, when you talk about vampires, there's 
the the vampires who are some disease of the blood or of genetics and it causes all these things and or there's you know the ones who are cursed by god or descended from Been Cain or bitten whatever. yeah yeah and they got something going on you know same with werewolves werewolves can be like a genetic thing or like an infection or someone who just goes crazy in the moon yeah or, and playing with the, the playing with zombie apocalypse stuff like that playing with the infection method is a lot of fun Okay, I got something brewing here. You can okay. slap it down or not. All right, let's do it. Okay, have you ever seen The Happening? Yes. Plants? Okay, I'm thinking about, like, Gaia's Fist or something like that. Some sort of, like... I have no idea what that is. No, I just came up with the name. Oh, okay. It's just, like, some elemental force that is, like, the impersonation of the Earth or, like, whatever. Okay, so, like, you're doing Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. <laughs> That's exactly where I was going. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to go with the physics. Like, it's just air. Like, it's just, like... So, like, thing. Mother Nature? Okay, okay you're doing air thing. Okay. <laughs> well, fuck you. It's just anything, anything, then. No, no right. This is why this is tough. This, this is why this is, is tough. tough. Ancient because, evil, Okay, baby. then I guarantee you we won't be able to come up with anything. We're going to keep trying. We're, we're doing something here on Earth. So we just need to break it down to its base qualities. You're saying something supernatural, right? Because that's sure. But anything supernatural has already been done. D- not necessarily. Where's no, your... actually, supernatural kind of lets you do. It kind of kind of goes along the same ways as uh, as aliens, but it allows you to attach. If we're talking Earth, it allows us to attach real world stuff to it. So the let's only thing go with you can supernatural. Do like supernatural is like it's a thing made of fifty arms. Well, not necessarily. I mean, it could be. It could be a thing made of 50 arms. It can be a person who's cursed to be something, or it can be a it guardian be of a blank, or it can be a... Mommy. No, I know. Yeah, this is why this stuff's hard. Yeah. Okay. So let, let's let's just for now call it supernatural. It originated here on Earth. It's something supernatural. So that could be something spiritual, something religious, something, mm-hmm. something voodoo-esque. It could be anything. So what does it do? Is it? Like, h- hang on. How about this? Where where is it? Is it like? Is it scary because it's walking around in, in in the cities? Is it out in the jungle? Is it something that's underwater? Is it? I think that's directly related to what it does. Because if it yeah, were, well, yeah, yeah, and how you're going to interact with it as a character. If it only exists in the woods, then it's probably got something to do with shadows or yeah. animals or rotting leaves or something. So I think um, what it does, its power, its shtick. Whatever causes it to be something that's alien and I got one. Maybe maybe we can think about it this way. Uh, is it gonna? Is it where it is, or is it near you, or is it going to follow you? I have you no idea. Yeah, you don't have to thing. have a picture. Yeah. Of what this is in your head? You don't have to have a picture yet. But whatever scares you, is it like coming into your house? Is it? Is it? Is it an invasion? Is it? Is it taking care? Like yeah? Is it an invasion? Is it? It comes in. It comes. Or is in it your the house. thing that's yeah. right next to you that you have always known? Or or or, or it goes all over the place. It go, it goes out and actively hunts whatever it is. It hunts. Okay. Yeah, whatever. So it is it's, it's hunt. You want it to hunt. Yeah. It's omnipresent. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So right. now now I think we're dealing with a force. Yeah. I think of we some got sort. a ghost or a projection of something. Um. So if something is omnipresent. It's supernatural. Mm-hmm. It's originated here on Earth. Sounds like a ghost to me. Right. This is why this is hard. This, that, that's that's how you feel out the that's how you feel out the maze. Every time you bump into something, you gotta go back and turn another direction. <laughs> Sometimes a, go, a ghost isn't really omnipresent. I mean, they're like no, ghosts aren't omnipresent. But no, we're just saying it can't go anywhere. Yeah. Okay, okay, so, so let's back it up. Let's back it up right one. Word. Let's it's, back it up one step. Then, yeah, let's back yeah. it up one step. Right. What if it were? It, it's it's not tethered to any specific spot, right? Anywhere, it has the ability to go somewhere, but it 
needs what does it need? Does it need light? Does it need darkness? Does it need blood? Does it need happy thoughts? Does it need the tears of children? Does, what does it Ooh, need? Ooh, tears of children. Okay, so it needs to eat tears of children. Deal. Okay. It feasts on the tears of children. No, it's think. just like a like a, like a, any sort of ghost, something that just well, feeds off of emotions. Well, now, now we're doing a boogeyman. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Now we're the guy. Now we're the guy under the bed. Dude under the bed. So, like the way you would do this if you were making, you know. One of these modern remake movie monsters type now would go, okay, we got a boogeyman. Okay, well, it's a boogeyman like every other boogeyman, but how do we make it our boogeyman? Well, you, you start putting rules on the boogeyman. You start making some background for right. the boogeyman. And that's how you end up with, like, the tooth fairy from that one movie or the, you know. How is this any different from what I said? You're right. We got to go back and turn around. We're backing up. Yeah. This is how you do this. I don't like this. Not at all. <laughs> oh, this man. is not fun. It's tough, man. I, I didn't think it was going to be easy, and I'm not even sure if we can do it. I'm keeping the tears of children. Keeping it on there. All right. For now. So we got something supernatural. We got something from Okay, Earth. let's not make it a let's not make it omnipresent. Let's give it a physical body. All right. Okay. So now we can we can start talking about creature effects and that sort of thing. And right. it's not a boogeyman anymore because it isn't just automatically in your closet or under your bed. It has to figure out a way to get in and all that sort of stuff. So it's creep. <laughs> and so let's make it not a doppelganger, not a shapeshifter. Okay, so it has a specific shape. Okay. What's this thing look like? It's fitting into. It's going after children, so it's either really and, small and, and or at that, least man's. It's just that thing to, from Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, that the yeah. Fawn. Okay, that's a hey. Good example of a new thing. Yeah, that is a good example of a new. Well, thing. it's a mythological. Yeah, it's an old creature, yeah, but new monster yeah. on video, as far as I know. Okay. Um. Okay. So it's got a. So it's got a body. Um. What do you were you saying? Like thing with fifty tentacles? No. Okay. <laughs> How about uh, it's just Cthulhu. Remember what what were they called the the tribbles from Star Trek? Yeah, the, they were just little, little balls of fur. Little balls of fur that yeah. all they do is eat and reproduce. Good yeah. lord! I mean, it has oh. no. It's almost formless. Mogwai. Amorphous. All right, so we we've hit another wall, but now let, let's go with the body. What are we doing? You said something about being made of air earlier. Okay, so it's air and body. That's a dumb idea. I'm done yeah. with that. You, you give up on it? Yeah. No, right. we were we were trying to make it like so that we could Physical? actually think out of body. Yeah. Okay, so let's make it. Um, Let's make it small. I don't like that. You don't like you don't like small. Not scary. Let's make it small and have them be. Let's make hordes it, of them. Let, do you ever see that? Uh, do you ever see? Uh, oh, what's the name of the X Files episode? Uh, is it Squeeze or something like that? About the guy who can like squeeze into air vents and stuff, and yeah. get in your house, and like mm-hmm. slip under the door jam and stuff like that. Man, that was scary. Maybe if we it's make like two D Man from Marvel Comics. Yeah, except that like this guy's it's grosser because he's like. Squeezing is he's he's got like a human shape, but he's like dislocating his joints in order to like fit under the door. And have his you guys heard of the Slender Man before? The Slender Man? The Slender Man? Do you yeah, know? absolutely. You know what it is? Yeah. What is the Slender Man? It's, it's like just this new like like, like role playing public radio. Did he? Uh, did they do an it? Actual play? It's like stuff. basically like a new Bigfoot type of thing that like people's like kind people of ever say, seen somewhere. Yeah. It's like no, this dude in a suit he is just like a blurry face, and like he's just in the background of a bunch of pictures and stuff like that. And people swear he exists. There's a it's a, either so, the Watcher from Fringe or the Tall Man from Phantasm. There it's, is. It looks like kind a, of yeah. Bar. I, I don't know if this is where it originated from, but there's a series of videos on YouTube called the Marble Hornets videos, and I don't think a lot of people know about them, but it's called uh, Marble Hornets. Okay, and basically what it is. Is it's a series? It's supposed to be kind of like a found footage thing, mm-hmm. but it's these kids are trying to make this like student film 
and it turns into this like found footage thing of them getting like chased around by this weird slender man uh thing okay but that's based on the idea that there's actually such a thing as the slender man or do they do like a viral campaign i don't i don't see i don't think it's a cryptid i think this is just like um like a pop culture thing i don't think so i don't think it's a cryptid i i mean i mean it might be now i've been on like the reddit for slender man and it's like i this that this is a picture of my family and i swear he was here okay then it is yeah okay cryptid meaning like cryptozoological stuff yeah okay like sasquatch something that is like sasquatch loch ness monster unknown so that's something that's completely natural chupacabra yeah those are yeah stuff you just don't just monsters yeah which by the way messing with sasquatch great idea (laughs) right all right so how tough is this yeah it's hard yeah. yeah. It's so, not fun at all. <laughs> second time you've mentioned that. I Thank know. you. <laughs> all right. So here's what we're going to do. Here's the fun. Uh, the, the podcast is going to pause now. You'll hear a short break and we'll be right back. All right. Welcome back. Oh. <laughs> um, what, what happened was I, I realized that creating a monster is tough to do in a vacuum. The monster is the result of a setting or a story that's being told. It has context, and that's why it is the monster that it is. We're trying to create the monster without the context, without the fears that it preys upon or that influence the world around it that make it the monster in the first place, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why this is that's why that that exercise was so tough. Sometimes it's easier to figure out where a thing fits before you have to figure out what it is. Right. That's what she said. <laughs> so what we've done now is everyone got two pieces of paper each. One of them was for the monster's motivation and one of them was for the form that it takes or some sort of archetype or something. Right, something along those lines or a, you know, a body type or a whatever. visual representation of some sort. Yeah. Something. And I'm just going to pull them at random. I'm going to pull one motivation and one form, and we're going to put them together and see what we get. So at the end of this, we're going to have four little tiny descriptions of some random monster. And then we will figure out which monster we like out of the four and give it context. And then we will have our monster that has never existed before. Hopefully we don't wind up with just like, you know, Kobolds with athletes' feet or something, you know. So I don't think so. All right, so I'll Mac draw the first form. All righty, form of a semi-human, unmoving giant stone face. All right, so that's like Easter Islandish. Yeah, he's, uh, like, like that villain from Mario. Know. Yeah, or like the Prometheus, <laughs> like the Prometheus yeah. thing, like okay. that thing. Yeah. And its motivation is to spread its own renown. All right, so it's um. Those are both mine. <laughs> so How does it do that? Is it yeah. is it mobile or? We'll context it out if we choose that okay. one. All okay. right. Okay. The next one we have a giant bird ghost. <laughs> so the form is an insubstantial giant bird. Yeah, <laughs> that was corporeal. That's what was mine. Okay, it's a, it's a ghastly ostrich. Yeah. All right. Or are we talking giant giant bird? Talking like rock. Like yeah. Pick up elephants. Uh, maybe like kind of bird like bald eagle like an airplane all right okay. i mean they're pretty big but it's not that's like that's not big bald eagles yeah. aren't big that's how many me. how many bald eagles you've been up close to and the motivation is to instill fear in large groups of people sinestro style okay so does it i guess it feeds on the fear we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll come back to it the next one 
humanoid like liquid shadow. Ooh. Ooh. Liquid shadow. Mm. I don't understand. Is that like is that like ink? Like yeah, kind of. I guess yeah. kind of ink. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It finds and kills people. Uh, Who's is that? That's me. Steve, finds and kills people who randomly picture it in their mind's eye. Oh, so like cool. you randomly think of it and if it's, it's something you imagined, yeah. but it turned out it was real. And you ran like you randomly picture it and it like locks onto you and finds you and kills you, but mm. you didn't realize that what you just randomly pictured was something that is actually real. Why would you randomly picture a thing? So like you're thinking about a like, nightmare. You're trying to be like imaginative. You're trying to be like think about like think write, of, writing a story or something. Yeah, thinking up a monsters for yeah. a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you picture it and it. It automatically targets we'll, we'll, you. Yeah. We'll flush that out if we pick that one. The last one. Bloodthirsty alien with a photographic memory. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. A little creepy. And guess. its motivation is to hide. What? That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote hide? Uh, yeah, that'd be me. You ruined my alien. He's uh, bloodthirsty. <laughs> so what's he hiding from? Maybe that's the monster. And just put the gun down, man. All right, so let's let's go back through them real quick. We've got the uh, the semi-human, giant stone-faced attention whore. We have um, the giant bird that instills fear in large groups of people, so maybe it feeds on it or something. Uh, we have the humanoid liquid shadow that finds and kills people who randomly picture it in their mind's eye. And then we have the bashful, bloodthirsty alien God, with photogenic <laughs> with photographic memory. <laughs> Oh, did you say photogenic memory? I, 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 oh, who would write that? That would mean it has a beautiful memory. You that, don't mean that. Nah. I hate you all. Maybe it's maybe it's exposed. Maybe it's brains in a jar on top of it. Okay, great. Beautiful. And Move on. And it's just pretty. It's, yeah. like, like, uh-huh. it's made out of like... Great. All right, so what do, what do you guys want to do? What, what, which monster do you want to grab here? I want the bird. The giant fear wielding bird. bird. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that could be cool. Nobody's I, made that monster movie yet. Nobody has. I like the... Um, I like the bird, but I like the inky imagination killer. Do you think you're sitting there thinking, trying to think something up, and you're like, "Oh yeah, that would be cool," and like an hour later, it like comes to your well, house I was thinking and more kills like, you? It's because it's spe- so. What you you're saying you is, we could have you're, just- specifically, you're specifically going to visualize humanoid liquid shadow. Yes, I, I think if- that what it would be is like imagine like Peter Panny, like where somebody's looking at their shadow, and you suddenly think that maybe it moved all by itself. Well, it did. It did move all by itself. That's really no, creepy. No, the, oh, no the, I mean, that's cool. And now but, it knows that you know. But this is if and when. Yeah, yeah, that, that, kind of like that. Now, like, right. it, it instantly knows that you have just imagined it if and yeah. when you do. You could have gone through your entire life you n- never knowing the yeah. shadows move. Okay, so let's There's a whole the... other world where shadows are doing their mm-hmm. own thing all the time. I mean, they they like... But if you see it, they got to kill you? Yeah. Okay, so let's take this yeah. and break it down just a little bit more. Let's take uh, the other motivation is to hide... We'll slide that to the humanoid liquid shadow who is who shows up in your imagine if you imagine it. Okay, that because works. it because does not want it, to be. It's killing known. you because you have got the idea that that might be a thing. Oh, it's like Toy Story, but only they're gonna kill you. <laughs> 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 well, I've actually isn't that isn't that uh, Puppet Master? Uh, Pinocchio's that, Revenge. Oh yeah, Puppet Master. Yeah. Okay, so let's actually uh, in Puppet Master, those were made to kill Nazis. So we'll also pull um, another one wow. from from the from one of the two that we didn't choose, um, and we'll pull um, has to spread its own renown and put it next to the giant bird who instills fear in large groups of people. Ooh, that's a good one too. It's essentially the same thing because its renown is fear, right? 
Okay, so let's just get rid of the other two and just focus on these two now. Hey, don't worry. One of mine went. That sucks. <laughs> well, let's see here. Let's we got uh, giant. Let's semi- not try right, to read right, mine again. Right. We want to put those Gi- two together. Uh, uh, we can get rid of the semi-human. Oh no, no, no! Semi-human giant stone face goes with the uh, the ghost bird. It fits in with the pie bird thing even because like it's like it's like the god version of its thing, but then it manifests itself to move around as the ghost bird thing. This is it's getting doing f- all- weird. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> can we just keep the bird? Terror bird. It's, it's bo- I'm not replacing Terror it. Terror bird. It's both things. It's that it's a. It's this like half bird, half human, like ancient carved. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. 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 Here we go. I got. I've got where we can make it fit. Oh. Okay. Okay. Let's just keep everyone except my hey, idea out. Calm yourself. I was gonna work yours back in. I just knew. Calm, what the, I calm knew yourself, the pretty panties. Was. Let's do this. Whoa! Put the gun down, man. He is wearing pretty <laughs> panties. Um. So we got the giant. The giant bird. Maybe we sacrifice the ghost aspect of it. We make yeah, it a because corpor- that's a, yeah. a, a physical form, and it's also flesh like stone, has a humanoid face, kind of like the piasaw bird. It's a basilisk. It is, it is the piasaw bird. It's just the piasaw. It's not a basilisk bird. that turns you to stone. Okay, yeah. This makes you scream and run away. Yeah, okay. It's a lamasu or whatever the hell that thing is. Terrorsque. Uh, a basilisk is is a. We we show it as lizards these just days. Just a big yeah, lizard, much. Yeah. But, but wasn't it's, it's, it chicken? It's, wasn't it like rooster? No, that's a cockatrice. That's a cockatrice. Okay. But the 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 basilisk is it, the concept of the basilisk is the gorgon Medusa. Yeah, yeah. Those are yeah, all those are all yeah. the concepts of right. basilisk. Yeah. Now we have the bloodthirsty alien with a photographic memory, and he goes to fucking jail. And he okay. becomes oh yeah the humanoid oh, yeah, totally. liquid shadow. Oh yeah. That totally works too, because like all shadows are like these things from somewhere else that like latch on to uh, to, to stuff in this world in order to like. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, and they know everything you know. Yeah, because they have the photographic memory of all the stuff you've done because they've been following you your whole life. No, 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 no. The minute you picture them in your mind, they get your memories. But I like and it if it if they're the thing trying that's been to hide around me my whole life that's been growing with me as my body has changed and as. It, is actually oh, a monster that's so been like living motivation. on me the entire time, and it's been trying to hide. Hopes I don't notice. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe it's been trying to hide from you, right? Exactly. Well, okay. from all of us. Well, from you specifically, and if you notice it, maybe we all have our own. And if you discover yours, it's got to kill you, and maybe take your place, or just no, or just kill you. It like writes a suicide note for you. <laughs> it just kills you and attaches to your, you know. In this story, it would attach to your newborn, you know, child. Or okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So those are our two monsters. We've created two. Choose one. You guys Let's are three. Choose. There's three of you. There's. I'll sit out. You guys make a vote. But choose wisely. You know, I got two things in Pisaw Bird, but I like the other one more. I kind of like Terror Bird. Because I like things with wings. And like I could just imagine this big thing going like... <laughs> That's going to sound great. I feel like I would go inside. It's going to come inside. Is it? With its face. Depends on where the gr- largest group. It of could people probably is. breathe fire and shoot laser beams. So, and- okay, so let's let's put this thing in perspective. This bird exists today. It's going to show up at like the Super Bowl and fly over the right. Can destroy everybody's everything. everybody's going to know about it too because it's got to spread its renown. So they're going to be like, "There it is again." Oh, look, it's the terror bird again. That's so cute. Maybe it won't <laughs> kill us, and then it kills Michael <laughs> Vick. Well, I, I, I feel like I feel like some a monster that's out in public. I mean, like unless it. Unless it's somehow able to disguise itself, my idea with writing down to spread its own renown thing is like urban legendy ring kind of thing, you know? Yeah. 
where everybody knows about it, but nobody can talk about it because it's a super horrible thing. Kind of a, a Bloody oh, no, Mary. Dude. I like the yeah, t- exactly that. I like the thing. idea of the terror bird like making people make statues of it because I feel like because <laughs> so, no, so I feel like to- the, the the security of modern society is, is that if if monsters weren't if monsters were running around in the open, we would find a way to kill them. So the answer, if you're going to play with the terror bird here, is it's not a modern society. It's a more it's an earlier society with more superstitions and fear is a very real part of their daily life. And maybe this monster provides them with something in some way as well. While it's in its cave, it provides heat to the hillside that their villages are built on. I top like of. this idea of like uh, modern day, like it just is an unkillable terror <laughs> bird. Yeah. Like we try to shoot it and like bullets explode. Well, that's a dragon. Sure. So, the last thing we're missing with both of these is how do you kill it? That's a good point. You don't kill the terror bird. The terror Ever? bird kills you. I don't want to play this game. Fine. <laughs> Go home. This is a Cthulhu monster now. Yeah. It's a terror bird. <laughs> well, the novelty of the Cthulhu story is that the narrator loses. It's the terrible yeah. terror bird. <laughs> I like the idea that the terror bird is like the apocalypse. You can't no, yeah, hang on. You're let's go, let's go with you can't kill it, but you can maybe appease it or it's make the Phoenix it go away Force. for a while. Yeah, it's right. the Phoenix Force. So Except that its motivation isn't to destroy the world, it's to spread its own renown, and if you destroy the world you don't spread your own renown. Okay, that's true. Yeah. If you worship it, it won't kill you as much. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly what as if often. You, if you make sacrifices to it and worship you worship Give it. Give you it all your money. So this thing's got King Kong syndrome. All it wants to no, do. No, like dance. a dragon. Okay. No, no, it's totally it's uh, well both. 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 It's, Why King it's Kong? Because that's what oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah, sacrifice yeah, yeah. people to it. Also, giant thing that doesn't really care about you, yada yada. Okay. I'd like to see the movie about like people living in oppression <laughs> to the terror bird. It's like, <laughs> this, this damn thing like just comes like once a week and takes a kid from the village. We're living off batteries and Campbell's soup now. Like, now I really now, think it's of like... Of the two monsters... I think it's Clan of the Cave Bear, but with Native Americans and the Paisa Bird. I think that's what that movie is. Uh, of the two monsters, I can see your the Terror Bird idea being the one that's easier to run a story about. J.J. Abrams produced movie. <laughs> you, can run a, you can run a group of adventurers into the cave of the Terror Bird. And then die? More than likely. Terror bird. The J.J. Abrams would have problems with a lack of reflective surfaces for lens flares to come <laughs> You're right. Yeah, we might have to get Michael Bay. All right, so let's go with the <laughs> uh, the bloodthirsty alien photographic liquid ink imagination stealer shadow stalker thing. Now, I think this is neat. We created two things here. We created a monster movie and we created a horror movie. <laughs> That's correct. That's cool. All right, we keep them both. Mm-hmm. Let's write a, Let's write something. Let's put them in a game. Let's do something. Terror Let's bird. stat this thing out in something and post it on the forums. Terror bird. The shadow the thing's really got me monster. thinking. Like that, that like shadows are like a thing that's like attached to you, and you have that, your own shadow. Is, it's attached it, to your foot. That is a D and D monster. It's called a shadow, but it's not with the motivations and stuff. It's slightly different. It shares a form, and it wants to kill you. You also have a shadow. real shadow, though. But I'm saying that there aren't such things as shadows. That You're like, saying it's an infestation. Yes, yes. I'm saying how everything ex- how do you around you is a shadow. shadows of. Boxes, those it, too. It's just yeah, everything. Yeah. It's there. It's yeah. There, that's the nature of those beings. They attach themselves to things. I think there's a Doctor Who story right along those lines too. I don't know. Something. I'm starting to get so a like, freaked out though. So like you're saying, the ones that attach themselves to like trees are like. See, this they, is why their, sconce lighting is. That's their day job. Like they got the easy day job. It's like, yep. You'll never figure out I'm a monster. 
Yeah, but also, I mean, I think it could be. You could completely do a whole like they're not as delicious as us. Like you, it's got a photographic memory. It wants experiences. We're the things that move around and do all kinds of crazy crap. We're the we're the best. You could just just have a few have a few people like have them. Not just not have everything that has like okay have it to where like yeah shadows exist. They're like real like natural thing occurrence, but there are some that attach themselves to people's shadows in such a way that it's indiscernible from a naturally occurring shadow. Would you ever really see it move then? Because, like, you'd need the absence of, like... like Being accustomed to it, if it moved, yeah, it would catch your attention. I think it's kind of neater. I think there's a little bit of a shock if you ever have the scene where suddenly a person's standing there and they don't have a shadow. All right. And, you know, there is a Doctor Who episode this way. I think there is. I think it's... um, It's the... Something in the library, maybe. Yeah, it's in the library. It's the, the... it starts with a V. And the only thing that can't that can kill them is vampires because they don't cast a shadow. No, it's the absence of shadow that you you can't really kill them. I don't know. I, we'll have to look into no, that. No, but that's interesting. That like. <laughs> so now the PCs vamp- are vampires. Well, no, 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 no. That that like he, somebody so the meets a vampire a and they're like, you don't have a shadow. And he's like, I never have a shadow. What? Why don't you have a shadow? Because they can't feed on me. Why can't they feed on you? I'm already dead. Not really alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, tell us what you think. Get on the forums, carpegm.net slash forum. Uh, let us know what you think about our two uh, monsters. Um, they're not Frankenstein or Dracula, but... It's the Terror Bird, though. <laughs> it is the Terror Bird and the... Uh, the, the Shadow Killer. Shadow... Whatever. Thing. <laughs> Vada Narada? Something like that? Victor. Trying to remember the Doctor Who uh, uh, thing. Sorry. Doctor the, Who cares? That ship has sailed, <laughs> Mac. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. This has been the Carpe Diem Gamecast. I'm Dan. I'm Steve. Brian. And I'm Mac. And remember, support the hobby. Support the industry. Support your local game store. And support Emily and Aaron Barnes and Nathan and Lindsay Gilmore, two couples, friends of the Carpe Diem Gamecast, just got married this weekend. All our best wishes. Carpe Diem Gamecast is presented under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License Version 3.0. For further discussion on this topic or just about anything else, join our forum at carpegm.net slash forum. To contact us with questions, comments, and other feedback, please send your emails to dan at carpegm.net. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook slash carpegm.net. Or follow us on Twitter at C-A-R-P-E underscore G-M. Thanks for listening.